So, welcome back. I love that intro. I love the banjo. You can never be sad when you... You can't. It's uh, impossible. When you listen to banjo music. Yeah, that's right. And <laughs> we have a lot to be happy about because it's been, a, yet again, another quiet week with Soybean Aphids. Uh, by the way, this is the Soybean Aphid Podcast. I'm Dr. Matt O'Neill, and to my left is... I'm Erin Hodson. And we've been doing a weekly podcast now on uh, soybean aphids, um, recapping what we saw in our research uh, from the previous week. And um, do you want to give us a rundown of what you've seen throughout the you know the week and what you're hearing from your colleagues around the Midwest? Yeah, uh, throughout Iowa and much of the North Central region, aphids have remained very low again since the last time we had a podcast. So there are certainly some fields that have aphids, but they continue to be very, very low right now. Yeah, we've been doing some uh, scouting as part of a research project of about 10 fields in Story County, which is central Iowa, for those of you not in Iowa. And of the 10 fields, we have found one field where we found aphids. Mm -hmm. And out of the uh, 20-some plants in four different areas of the field, we've found uh, a total of two plants that had, I think, five aphids each. So really low populations. Yeah, we're just not finding aphids at many of our small plot trials. At We are at seven different research farms this year, and unfortunately that's bad news for us for research-wise, but for all the growers out there, it could be great news. Yeah. I think the one thing that um, is making me kind of cautious about writing this year off mm-hmm. and saying, hey, uh, we can go to sleep, it's not a, a problem, is that this is the way it's been for the last couple of years, mm-hmm. uh, in 08 and 09, where... We had low populations in July, uh, and then we got a, uh, a, a rain of aphids. And I'm being a bit poetic here, but understand that aphids migrate great distances, and they kind of travel on weather fronts and rain down um, into soybean fields. And unlike other insect pests like cutworm and some other aphids that m- immigrate up from the south where it's warmer up in the northern regions, Aphids, the soybean aphid, uh, overwinters in the Midwest and the Great Lakes region and moves sort of, we think, north to south. And so in July, late July, August, we get this rain of aphids from the moving north to south. And if that's really big, we could have an outbreak. Yeah, I wouldn't discount aphids uh, for sure this year, knowing that after bloom, there's much more between field and very long distance movement of, of soybean aphids. So continue to scout. And if you haven't um, scouted, begin your scouting program. Yeah, and it, it's going to be an interesting season, I think, because one, we have to get the aphids, then their populations have to build up, mm-hmm. and they have to occur at a time when the plant's really susceptible to aphids. And after late pod uh, development, R5 uh, and beyond, the plant can really handle a lot more aphids than it could in the vegetative and early reproductive stages. So we could get large numbers of aphids that build up more so than what we're seeing right now, but it could come so late in the season that it's really not an issue. Mm -hmm. And that's happened with a few growers, just plants are senescing, you have the seeds that are starting to fill out the pods, but you still have aphid numbers climbing. And so that's something else to keep in mind this year might be aphid numbers at the back end of the season. Uh, anything else to talk about? Uh, I think there's still time to sign up for the diagnostic and the management clinics at Field next week, and that's right near um, Boone County, at, near the Agronomy Research Farm. 
And FEEL is an acronym? For the Field Education Extension Lab. So at FEEL, uh, you're just going to be talking about soybean aphids? or Yeah, talk- we're talking about soybean aphids. We're also talking about mixing fungicides and insecticides together with a few different seed treatments as demonstrations. And then I'm going to be highlighting a smartphone application called SoyPod. So for those of you that have smartphones and would like to use an application to help make management decisions, I'm doing a demonstration on that as well. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, one other thing that's not soybean aphid. Uh, yeah. We've seen in our scouting uh, and in our research farms um, a lot of green clover worm. Mm-hmm. Have you been getting phone calls about that? Is that something that you've been seeing I've been getting a few phone calls, and then also a few people have been sending me really nice pictures, just confirming that it's green cloverworm because they haven't seen it for a while. Okay. Yep. Is that something that is throughout the state, or? I really of? haven't seen it um, beyond sort of central Iowa, and so okay. I'm not sure. I just haven't heard from anybody else, but they certainly might be in other parts of the okay. state. So something that people should keep an eye out. Green cloverworm used to be. A, kind of an on-again, off-again pest in the 70s and 80s. And uh, at least what I've seen is, you know, I've seen more green clover worm in this last two, three weeks than I've seen in the last six years. And, I mean, it's not at a point where I'd say you got to spray, but it's definitely something that I think growers would want to keep an eye on. Yeah, especially if you have other defoliators in soybean right now, their damage can be cumulative. So that's right. just keep an eye open for that. Yeah, that's a real good point because... A lot of things feed on leaves. And now Japanese beetles are out in central Iowa, and I'm yep. guessing that's probably throughout the state as well. Yeah. And you're going to have an article in the ICM newsletter yeah, uh, about I'd, this? Yeah, I'd say if you subscribe to ICM News, there should be an article coming out with some updated thresholds for today's control cost, costs and market values uh, in the next few days. Oh, cool. Hey, well, thank you very much. And as always, we're uh, uh, available uh, to answer questions. Contact us through our emails. And um, and our telephone, I guess, yeah. too. Um, all of that's online. And we'll see you next week. Yep. Great. Spread the word. Thanks. Thank you all. Bye.